welcome, welcome, fans of Florp, of Bobby Wonder, and most importantly of me, Grabstack. Oh, I do love me an audience that loves to hear me read the news. And if it's you, then you're in luck because that is what I'm about to do here at Grabstack's Daily Newscast. But if that's not you, well, buckle up. Your life is about to change. Today, we are broadcasting live from Pflugerville, which is what we do every day because it's a news show about what's going on in Pflugerville, after all. I mean, can you imagine if we were broadcasting from L.A.? That wouldn't make any sense. We got a lot of great news stories for you today, but I say we start with the weather because everyone loves weather. How can you not? It's all around us all the time. So let's shoot it on over to Carl the Weatherman for the weather. What do you mean you don't want to do the weather, Carl? How are we supposed to be a legitimate newscast if we don't have a weather person? <sighs> well, if you're not going to do it, then who else do we have? What's Kapow doing? I suppose a weather goat could work. <laughs> what? He's what? Oh, he's oh oh he's busy with his own show? Fine, fine. I'll do the weather myself. <sighs> Shouldn't be too difficult. I am an actor extraordinaire, after all. Just give me a moment to slip into my weather persona. Okay, hold on a second. Ooh. <clears throat> Let's think cumulonimbus. Let's think precipitation. Let's think cloudy with a chance of meat. All right, I got it. This is Grabsack with today's weather in Pflugerville. Today's weather is windy. Wow, would you look at that? Nailed it on my first try. I'm a natural. All I had to do was remember I saw leaves blowing around this morning and report on it. And now you know what the weather is too. That could have been you, Carl. You'll never be famous if you keep hiding behind your station manager booth. What's that? You don't want to be famous? Oh, that's crazy. Everyone wants to be famous. All right, let's move on from the weather into our next news segment, which is style. Ah, I guess the weather affects our style section today because it has been windy and rainy lately, and that means it's boots weather. And not just any boots, but the best boot of all, rain boots, or as I like to call them, galoshes. I also had a friend from London named Lionel who called them wellies. Yeah, I can't tell you which word I like to say more, wellies or galoshes. Wellies, galoshes. Oh, heavens, they're both so much fun to say. Everyone's wearing their galoshes around Pflugerville because the weather has been cold and wet. My two least favorite things. I much prefer being warm and dry. It's not easy to get wet when you have fur, you know. But the weather does mean that I get to pull on a big, thick coat and put on my galoshes. Mine are yellow with little green frogs on them. And then find some puddles to jump in. I have to be careful, though, when I try to jump in a puddle. Sometimes they're so deep the water goes right in over my head. It's hard to do a backstroke when you're wearing your coat and galoshes, I'll tell you that much. Okay, on to restaurant reviews. Today, we'll be reviewing the hot dog stand. It's next to the banana stand and the ice cream stand. Both very strong stands. So you have to have your own thing going on to compete with those two. And the hot dog stand does not disappoint. I thought it would be just your run-of-the-mill hot dog stand, you know, with hot dogs and maybe some mustard. But did you know the hot dog stand also sells hot pretzels? Ooh, yeah, they're piping hot and covered in salt and butter. And they have just the perfect crunch on the outside and fluffiness on the inside. As if that wasn't enough to make the hot dog stand an A. Plus, the hot dog stand owner is venturing into the wide world of corn dogs. Oh, I could not believe my eyes when I saw them rotating on their little sticks. And would you believe it? He's got all different kinds, like blue corn dogs and fish cake corn dogs, all crazy stuff. I asked him if he could make a Flarshmarfle waffle corn dog, and he said he didn't know what that was, but he would think 
Think about it. <sighs> Talk about going above and beyond to satisfy your customers. Now all I can think about is a Flarsh Marfle waffle corn dog. Anyway, I was at the hot dog stand, so I figured I shouldn't get distracted with all of their swinging for the fences menu items. And I thought I should get what they're supposed to be known for, which is a hot dog. Or as I like to sometimes say, hot dog. I like my hot dogs with sauerkraut on them. Gives them a nice little zing. The owner of the hot dog stand made me a perfect hot dog, just the right amount of sauerkraut. And let me tell you, it was like tasting the perfect happy memory. Eating that hot dog is another happy memory, so the next time I eat one of those dogs, I don't even know what I'll think it's like. I think it goes without saying, the hot dog stand gets an A+. That's our last news story, which means we have one thing left, our Florp Word of the Day. Our Florp Word of the Day is the Florp Word for galoshes. I talked mine up so much I thought you all at home might like to know how we talk about them on Florp. On Florp, we call galoshes Floobers. So when the weather gets cold and you see a big pile of leaves outside or a puddle that just needs to be jumped in, pull on your floobers and jump away. I know I will. Those are two of my favorite things to do after all. <laughs> well, folks, we've come to the end of another news wrap up in Pflugerville. Tune in next time. You might get to hear me tell you the weather again. Look at me, director, actor, award-winning playwright, and now I even read the weather. Is there anything I can't do? I doubt it. Welcome back to another exciting episode of GrabStack's radio show, your source for all things news-related, if the news you're looking for is centered around Pflugerville, because that's all we really cover on this show. Oh, don't get me wrong, if I really wanted to, I could be a big-time world news correspondent, but that would get in the way of my ability to write up all my plays and act in movies. I will tell you, sometimes it's a real curse being an amazing actor, writer, newscaster, president of the Sidekick Association of the Universe, star chef and baker, climber extraordinaire, and the list goes on and on. Sometimes I just have to choose which thing I'm gonna focus on, and reporting on the news in Pflugerville and being Bobby Wonder's best friend tend to trump covering whatever is going on in, well, I don't know. Let me look at my globe. Carl, where's my globe? Did you move it? Oh, wait, here it is. It's right in front of me. Okay, let's give this little baby a spin, and here we go. Reporting on goings-on in Pflugerville definitely trumps whatever is going on in... Madagascar! That's another place in the world, isn't it? <laughs> and I sure don't know what's going on there, but if I had to guess, I would say all their cars are electric because they're mad at cars that use gas or something. Get it? Madagascar! <laughs> <laughs> but enough dilly-dallying about, let's get on with the news, shall we? The first news story of the day is about an absolute disaster that was the concert in the park. Just a real tragedy, and I would bet my socks that the ripples of its failure will be felt for all time. Oh, the music was good enough, and everyone was in attendance and cheered, and they said they loved it, but the conductor cut my kazoo solo! Can you believe it? After I'd rehearsed and played for her dozens of times, so you knew she was intimately familiar with its remarkable genius and ability to move people to tears. Honest to goodness, she cried every time I played it. And she cut the whole thing from the show. I was flabbergasted. I tell you, I, I was flummoxed and bamboozled all at once. And now the people of Pflugerville have been robbed of the performance of a lifetime. And for that, 
I just want to say on air that from the bottom of my heart, that is a very depressing thing for you all. Because my kazoo solo was seriously amazing. But never fear, faithful listeners. I will be channeling this searing pain in my heart and turning it into beautiful art in the form of a musical called The Sound of Kazoo Music. It'll be all kazoo all the time, and it's sure to be a smash hit. The absence of my kazoo wasn't the only downside of the concert, though. Right when the clarinet section was revving up to a masterful crescendo at the height of hot cross buns, Mighty Mila came in with her dang bagpipes seven measures too early and started honking away. Oh, became much less hot cross buns and much more get me out of here. The conductor tried her best to get it all under control, but then Robozuki came out of nowhere with a loudspeaker and was playing, oh, who am I kidding? Playing would be a stretch as long as Bobby's arm. Robozuki was blaring electronic noises that Mighty Mila said was music. I don't even know if she actually knows what music is anymore. One thing is for sure, I couldn't get that driving bass line out of my head for all week. And when you had bagpipes on top of it, it was like two bears trying to paddle in a canoe made for squirrels. A total disaster! But we in the arts have a saying. The show must go on, which means I'm putting a whole situation behind me and focusing on my musical, which debuts next week. You don't want to miss this one, folks. Oh, it's sure to be a shining light to lead us into cultural nirvana in Pflugerville. In other news, the school is having its annual bake sale. Every year, the citizens of Pflugerville come together in what probably is one of the most genius inventions of all time. So genius that I could have thought of it myself. And that invention is the idea that everyone should bake their favorite dessert and bring it to one spot and let everyone else try some of it. I couldn't be more supportive of the idea. And to make it even better, every year they have a contest to see who has the best dessert. It's a bit difficult to judge because how do you pit a brownie against an apple pie? I mean, the criteria for judgment for those two desserts would be just completely different. Everyone knows you just judge brownies on densitude and chocolatiness and an apple pie on fluffy crust. And how much people say this tastes just like my mama used to make. So I don't know how the judges do it, but every year they crown a winner, the best baker in Pflugerville. No, seriously, they really give him a crown. It has little cupcakes all around the edges. Well, I'm sure it comes as no surprise to my loyal listeners that I have coveted the cupcake crown for ages. But I have yet to be anointed with my rightful title as best baker in Pflugerville, but this year will be different. You can bet your boots I got a good plan for this year's bake sale. And as a professional baker who can make all manner of miraculous confections, it is sure to be a hit with the judges. Seriously, they won't even know what hit them. No, Carl, I am not planning to hit them with a pie. They make it very clear in the rules that throwing pies in judges' faces is a disqualifying event, even if the pie tastes delicious. That's why Mighty Mila hasn't won a single year. And also why they had to put the dang rule in. Welcome fans of Florp and Pflugerville and Just Plain Fun to Grad Stacks Radio Show. We're coming to you live with another special edition of news from the non-stop action-packed adrenaline fest that is Pflugerville, where the excitement never stops. Oh, Carl, the station manager, looks like he has something he wants to say. What's that, Carl? 
What do you mean you don't have anything to talk about today? I just said, the excitement never stops. You better dig up some stories faster. I'm going to look like I don't know what the word excitement means. And I do know what it means. It means that things happen on this show nonstop. Oh, well, this is nerve-wracking. Nothing to talk about. And we're live on the air. Oh, come on. Think, Grabstack. You're a professional. All you need to do is a little vamping and a little of this and a little of that. And something will really grab your audience and make them listen up. Oh, and that thing is, oh, oh, my stripes. I've got nothing. Cut to a word from our sponsors, Carl. What do you mean that's my job? Okay, fine, here we go. Crab Stacks Radio Show is sponsored by the Banana Stand, where you can get frozen bananas on a stick, chocolate bananas on a stick, flush marfler bananas on a stick, and, well, you get the picture. Bananas on a stick, that's our whole thing. And let me tell you, they are delicious. I never knew bananas could taste any better than they already did, but it turns out if you put them on a stick, it just gives them that extra pop to take them from banana to bonanza. Ooh, speaking of bananas, I was once at the ice cream shop the other day, and did you know they've added banana sundaes to their menu? I wonder if they've been working with a banana stand lady, some sort of delicious partnership that benefits everyone in Pflugerville. Well, however it happened, I'm all for it. And it looks like Carl (laughs) has found us some actual news, so commercial break over. Welcome back loyal listeners to the Grabstack Radio Show with some actual news this time. It looks like the Pflugerville leaf jumpers are gearing up for the start of what looks to be an incredible season of leaf jumping. Well, leaf jumping is an excellent sport where you pile up all the leaves you can and then run and jump right into them. (laughs) The leaves are falling fast around here, which means they've been out building their leaf piles to get ready for jumping. The trick is to get a running start and throw your whole body at the pile. They recommend wearing a face mask because one of the risks of leaf jumping is getting slugs on you. And if you get out of the pile and you're covered in slugs, ew, you're disqualified. Which is always a tough break. Not only have you lost, but you got a slug on you. I tried out for the team one year because I'm a world-class jumper, so it seemed only natural that I would join the leaf jumping team. I mean, I've jumped on trampolines, on wheels of cheese, even on a raccoon's belly once while I was camping, and he was sleeping. That last one I do not recommend at all. He was none too pleased when he woke up. It was an honest mistake. He was lying belly up while taking a nap, and I couldn't really see the rest of him, just his belly. And if you were from Florp, you'd understand my mistake. See, on Florp, there are random patches of ground that are just for bouncing and when you find them why it would be criminal not to try to jump on them but it does not seem like y'all have the same thing on earth (laughs) just grumpy raccoons who should be more clear about who can and who cannot jump on them when they're taking a nap (sighs) well anyway i detailed my many jumping triumphs to the leaf jumpers so they agreed to let me try out I was all geared up to impress the daylights out of them, and I took a full running leap into a big old pile of leaves. Red and yellow and brown leaves flew everywhere. That means a lot of points if you can make them fly all over the place. So, I was feeling mighty good about my chances, but then I realized I couldn't see anything at all, and it's because there was a huge slug on my face. Now, a normal-sized person, it would probably be just like a normal-sized slug, but on a grab stack, like a grab stack, grab stack-sized grab stack, that was me, it was lights out! It's hard to remember that I'm so small, you know, because my personality can fill a room, but compared to me, that big old slug could have been a Tyrannosaurus! Oh, it took the whole team to peel it off me, mostly because I was running around in circles screaming, GET IT OFF MY FACE! 
That's standard protocol when you have a slug on your face, don't you know? Well, for some reason, I didn't feel like leaf jumping anymore after that, so go out on top, I always say. And in my opinion, any sport where you have the potential to get slugs on you qualifies as an extreme sport. And I only have so much time in the day to act and direct and bake, I couldn't just add extreme sports to my plate. So my hat is off to the leaf jumpers, those bold and brave souls who risk it all for our entertainment so that we don't have to jump on, jumpers. Well, oh, that is a wrap for today. Come back tomorrow when we take on the indomitable Mathomatic machine. I wonder what sorts of crazy math problems it'll have for us this time. And while you're waiting, do you realize there's a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville? You know that, right? There's Bobby Wonder, where I am the star of the show. No, seriously, I'm the star. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn making all sorts of dangerous stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat kapow. Those two make me very nervous. They go big and then they go bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That is a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories, and you can too. Keep the lights on, folks. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. Oh, and Friday is Listener Mailbag. If you got a question about the world of Go Kid Go, shows, Pflugerville, or little old me. Send it to grabstack at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. Oh, it's very exciting. Have yourself a marvelous day. Eat flash marflers. Until next time, this is Grabstack of Florp signing off. Go Kid Go!